Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Doug hates Kenny rappers screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads of popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love movies. And this is Doug Loves Movies. Oh, that was very hearty. It's like we're going into battle. We're going into battle right now. Uh, I've got some stuff written down and some sunglasses on. Coming to you once again in front of a live audience. At the Improv in Miami, Florida, airport adjacent. <laughs> 18 minute ride if the uh, traffic is uh, okay. <laughs> Come for the sunshine, stay for the traffic. It's Saturday, April 9th, and uh, you know what time it is. It's time for Doug Plugs. I'm doing stand-up comedy with special guests at Gotham Comedy Club in New York City, Monday night. That's two nights from now, one night from when you're listening to this, if you listen immediately, and too late if you listen on Tuesday. I'll be doing stand-up in Portland, Oregon. This one, you got plenty of time. I'll be at Helium, it's a gas, uh, at 4.20, on 4.20. Shit, don't get there early. It's a nighttime show. <laughs> on 420, and Doug Loves Movies is coming to Los Angeles, Rosemont, Illinois, Denver, and Houston, all the regular spots where all the regular cool cats hang out. For all my dates and deets, go to DougLovesMovies.com. That's DougLovesMovies.com! Yeah! Rock on! Wallet! Shh! Ted Danson! See, I would have sworn that it goes Ted Danson, shh! 
that's how, I, you know, everybody remembers it differently, but you guys know that. Thank you so much. And apologies for saying you guys. I'm trying to change that. I'm trying to, because it's a microaggression. <laughs> to say to a room full of men and women, because lots of women come out to Douglas movies, don't kid yourselves. And uh, so I shouldn't call, the, I shouldn't address the entire audience as guys, so I'll, I'll fix that. All right, listen up, fuckers. <laughs> I've got three terrific guests. You want to bring them out right now? Should we bring them out right now? <laughs> Holy crap, I love the enthusiasm. These are three of the funniest, I, Floridians isn't the right word for it because I don't think they've all lived here their entire lives, but let's not worry about it right now. Give it up, everybody, for Lisa Correo, Matt Fernandez, and Dave Siegel. kind of sit here hoping, like, maybe two out of three will, oh, there he is. He made it. I was it. doing blow in the bathroom. Had to run and get a beverage or something. Half of that was true. Or there's uh, traffic in the guest, uh, in the green room. The truly green room, thank you, Miami Improv. Let's meet them individually and alphabetically. <laughs> Don't look around, Lisa, you're first. <laughs> Yeah, alphabetical by last name. It's Lisa Correo, everybody. Hey, hey, everybody. I get so messed up on saying your last name. You do? Because you say it perfectly. Okay, good. Yeah. I, I get in my head about it because uh, there was a lady uh, that was like in charge of MTV back in the day when I uh, would actually be oh, yeah. working there sometimes. Spells it C-A-R-R-A-O like you do. I don't spell it that way. Oh, you don't? <laughs> it's the spelling difference. That's no, it. No, the spelling is the same. But she says it wrong. She does? Well, oh. they, or they, they always say it wrong and she just let them. Yeah. Because people would say corral. Well, in Italy, it is supposed to be corral. Right. But for we some reason. We can't do ours over here. Yeah, I know. No, um, when my grandparents came here from Italy, they thought it'd be easier to say correo, but they were wrong because it's equally hard, apparently, or harder, perhaps. But, yeah. It's a tricky one, but I'm glad I said it right, and uh, next time I hope we won't have to have this conversation again. Yeah, no, I, you I did it right. I should probably keep it to myself, but you know how it is well, when, was, when you're high and have to remember things. I was just in Toronto, and the, the host was like, oh, I can't remember how to say your name. I'm like, oh, I don't really care to say it however I go, but, you know, it's like a Camaro, kind of, like Correo. That wasn't, that wasn't really a good example. That and doesn't then, help at all. It was a terrible yeah. example. You might as well say Maserati or He actually said Lisa Camaro when he brought no. it <laughs> That's a like, pretty cool name. That's a cool stage name. I'm like, I really messed up. I don't know if it's too late to start a stage name now. I don't know. I think it might when it's so close. To begin with, you might be able to get away with it. People are just like, oh, I always said Correo. It's Camaro? All right. Rim, rim. It's not close enough. No, that's true. I, and then i got to start driving a Camaro, you know. Well, this next guest name, I think I've pronounced correctly 98% of the time. And uh, came in from St. Pete, I believe. That's correct. Matt Fernandez, everybody. Yay. It's great to be here with you and Lisa Carolla. Uh, <laughs> thanks for having me. Man. 
Yeah, Corolla isn't spelled like the car. He spells it different. The Toyota Corolla. Did your family invent Toyota Thon? Yes, they did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I didn't think of that. <laughs> uh, you had a, a, quite a drive to get here today. Oh, it was worth it. See all these beautiful people as yeah, I yeah, really beautiful. Pander my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> what your ass off? Pander like a panda oh. bear? Oh, because yeah. you said they were beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we didn't really look that closely at their faces yet, though. Oh, I've been inspecting them. <laughs> Have you seen Turning Red yet, Matt? Turning Red? Yeah. No, no It's the new Pixar movie about a 13-year-old girl. Why haven't you seen it yet? What's <laughs> wrong with you? Uh, I can't wait to check it out. I mean... 13-year-old girl? Yeah. Do you like, <laughs> I'm on a list now. Do you like Pixar movies in general? Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I did, okay, yeah, so you might, enjoy, you might enjoy it, but it is, it is a little more aimed at a specific... We should definitely talk about it more. Uh... <laughs> I don't know why, I just flashed on that I knew you probably had not seen or heard about Turning Red. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I think you'll enjoy it. Check in with me next time you come, and I'll let oh, you know. Oh, I know why I thought of it, because you said panda. <laughs> oh, okay. You <laughs> said panda, but I, I got there still. I still managed to make that leap. And joining us is a man who will tell you anything you want to know about what it's like to live in Boca right now. <laughs> Or New York City. He divides up his time. I'm glad he's here now. Give it up, everybody, for Dave Siegel. I am the trailblazer who moved from New York to Boca. I did it. I was the first. I mean, it's a it's a real weather upgrade. A winter upgrade? Weather, yeah. winter but weather still upgrade. Still surrounded by Jews. Yeah, I'm all right with that. <laughs> I mean, it just depends on the, I, I guess Boca. I, I've, I've always just heard the, uh, you know, Boca references like on Seinfeld. Of course, and, that's everyone in Del yeah, Boca Vista. And, and yeah. every Jewish comedian I grew up uh, admiring would, uh, you know, mention something about Boca uh, on occasion. Now it means, uh, isn't it like a substitute meat company is called Boca? Uh, Boca yeah. Meats or something? I yeah. don't know now. I think that's been around for a while. Been around for a bit, yeah. So, sorry, Boca the place. <laughs> You've been replaced. But seriously, though, uh, you like it there? Uh, you know, having <laughs> children of uh, of the panda movie age, I like it. Whatever, what's it called? Red. Turning Red? red? Turning Red, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, I know that movie. They I should have just it. called it Red Panda. I don't know why they didn't. Because yeah. could have tricked more people into thinking it might be a superhero thing <laughs> or a kung fu panda thing. But no, it's just a 13-year-old girl. Oh. It's just a 13-year-old girl. I mean, who turns in, into that. Who turns into a panda when she gets angry. And guess what? We've covered 13-year-old girls you and Jews. Let's go. Moving, you know? Let's just have some fun. You know how you feel angry, Matt? I'll tell you, because you clearly don't know. You, uh, you, you'll have a family of your own one day. And uh, try to put that on me. Try to keep them from listening to the boy band they like. That makes a, a 13-year-old turn into a scary panda. It sounds like it's about getting your period. Am I wrong about this? No, you're this not wrong good. about I'm it. I'm so happy this is happening. You're not wrong about it, because nobody's happy about getting that. But it's about... <laughs> Her anger and her emotions in general is that her emotions are out of control. But of course, uh, the period has a lot to do with that. Yeah. Why'd you look at me when you said that? <laughs> 
I just glance across the road, guests, and you're on the end, so you catch the look. It wasn't for you specifically. Anyway, I just, I just, I think it's a really good movie, but it's also just funny to me, like to recruit people to watch it because it just doesn't seem like something an adult man would go out of his way to do. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I already I've look seen, like seen, this. I've seen every Pixar movie. Why, you know, why? St- That's I true. Sat through fucking mm-hmm. the Good Dinosaur, so uh, you know, and that that little guy never got angry at anything. <laughs> I think anger is a really fun thing to have in animation. You know, like the angry guy in Inside Out is a really fun character, and now Red Panda. Those are our guests, everybody. <laughs> Thank you to all of you for being here. And before we get to the games, uh, which you know are a big part of this show, I'd like to have a little talk about movies that aren't called Turning Red. So could each of you please recommend one film? We'll start with Matt, because he's been on the most recently, so he's already went through this, probably had a lot of time to think about it in the car. <laughs> what movie would you like to recommend? Last time I was on, I recommended Spider-Man, <laughs> and people were pissed. Oh, they were like, yeah, we already saw Spider-Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's better to recommend something people have right. so, seen. I'm going deep. Uh, there's a movie from the 80s called Where the Buffalo Roam. No one knows it. See? That's what I'm talking about. It's early Bill Murray. It's early Bill Murray, but he's playing the same character that Johnny Depp plays in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. That's not a selling point. No, what? That's a I mean, movie. they both play him the way he apparently was, which right. is an unpleasant individual. Sure. Always. He's, he's a drug addict piece of shit, but it's fun to watch in a movie. <laughs> I think it might be. I, I think both of those movies that you mentioned are, to me, movies that like you get revved up for them, you get really fucked up on something, Yes. and 30 minutes in, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm coming off of that high, and this is really, this movie's very irritating. Because, <laughs> you like Fair Because the characters stay fucked up through the yeah. whole movie, <laughs> and you know, so after a while watching somebody just break shit with a golf club, you're kind of like, I could be doing that right now. <laughs> um, but but, I, but where the Buffalo Rome is worth worth another look, I think, yeah, because funny. Bill Murray, of course, has an amazing career with a lot of uh, interesting roles, and that one wasn't dramatic per se, but it wasn't as comedic as I had no idea it existed is. until like a year ago, so yeah. I was so excited. And the dad from Everybody Loves Raymond is in it. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Peter Boyle? Yes, that's his name, Peter Boyle. <laughs> like, wow. He's been reduced to the dad from Everybody Loves Raymond? That's so I mean, sad. He was great in that role. And yeah. I, I would refer to his young Frankenstein. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. But that's, that's going back. I mean, that's back to black <laughs> and white shit. movies from 1970s. All right. Uh, all right. Where the Buffalo Rome, it is officially in the record that that is your recommendation, Matt Fernandez. Lisa, <laughs> which, <laughs> which movie would you like to recommend? Oh, man. Um, has anyone seen The Omen? <laughs> it's uh, You don't have to ask them if they've yeah. seen it. It's more a matter of uh, you know, selling it to them. If you have seen it see yet, this. it's so I just saw it on TV recently. Really? Yeah, and it's... 
It's a fucked up movie. It's so scary. <laughs> it's so scary. It still scares me. I highly recommend it if you haven't seen it yet. I mean, it came out in like what 1979 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, don't don't even earlier probably, <laughs> but don't don't stumble into any sequel. There's never been a sequel or a reboot or anything other than the original Omen that's as good as the the Omen, and it's still kind of a messed up movie because they just. They let you really ponder somebody's death for a long time before it actually happens with character after character. It's a, uh, it's quite a interesting. Yeah, it's like the photographs that it'll have like a mark on the photograph, and then you're decapitated. Uh, the, the, the trailer was terrifying. It was top two most terrifying trailers I've seen in my lifetime. Uh, you know, because I saw it when I was a child, of course. But uh, just the Omen trailer, just the, his nanny going standing on the roof at his birthday party. He's like five and she's on the fucking roof with a noose around her neck and she's like, this is for you. I mean, great birthday present, but maybe give it, give it a couple days later, you know, don't upstage the party. But this is for you, Damien. And she fucking hangs herself in front of everybody and that's in the trailer for the general audience to watch and in the TV commercials. You know? Wait, what was the other scare? You said that was one the of the other two. one is fucking the ventriloquist dummy movie that starred Anthony Hopkins. Oh, I thought uh, magic it was called. And the trailer was just a ventriloquist dummy. You know, he's a ventrilo he's got a ventriloquist like dummy 80s? in the movie. He, probably also 70s. Right. Late 70s. And uh, he's got this ventriloquist dummy, and the entire ad is just a dummy saying a, a, a poem that I, you know, just rose red, visor blue, but it ends with, you're dead. And, <laughs> and it's, that's the whole ad. Then it just says, Anthony Hopkins in magic. And, uh, and you know, and the movie's not nearly as scary as that. They should do a sequel with Jeff Dunham. <laughs> uh, that would be pretty scary. I think he's already kind of doing it. I, anytime I see clips of Jeff Dunham, I think it's pretty scary. <laughs> um, all right, so what was the movie again? Oh, I, no, I got the omen, but where the buffalo roam was Matt's. I didn't write it down yet. All right, Dave, give us your recommendation. Uh, on the spot. I'm going to go... Uh, in light of the recent egregious 10-year punishment, decade-long punishment handed out to our beloved Will Smith, <laughs> in protest, I'm going to go with Free Willy. Oh, isn't that? We've never had a protest recommendation before. <laughs> Nor have we ever had a recommendation. I think we're not a single person will take you up on it. No, nope. <laughs> because the reason, I'll be the reason to watch it, Free Willy poster. I mean, it's a fun reason to watch it, but then you'd have to watch Free Willy, and then you, which has much, a lot of singing by Michael Jackson in it, by the by, which so brings up many other protests. And you're going down another highway, yeah. So it's a, it's treacherous roads you're leading on with that one. But, but yeah, I hadn't thought about Free Willy in a while. Just you're welcome. It's just. You know, it's a movie about a kid and a whale, and the big moment is when the whale jumps over the kid, and the kid's like, hey, this whale might crush me, but we're having fun. <laughs> and, uh, but from the day it came out, between being called Free Willy and the theme song for the movie being sung by Michael Jackson, like, it was just 
a punchline. It was just for adult comedy clubs. It is really the Michael Madsen. TV shows everywhere. Just the words Free Willy were like such Michael an Madsen easy laugh. Michael Madsen was so cool. Michael. And then he shows up in Free Willy. And you know what I'm really impressed by, by the way, Doug? Just whatever movie we bring up, you just have a fucking diatribe about the movie, no matter what it is. You should host a podcast yeah, about movies. Yeah, you should definitely do some no, sort I do of have movie podcast. usually something to say about it. I mean, I try not to go on the attack when somebody recommends something as terrible as Where the Buffalo Roams. But worse than Free Willy? I, <laughs> no, we really did not. Michael Madsen me. plays Michael Madsen. He plays one character. I mean, you could recommend Blackfish and it's a more enjoyable time. <laughs> Probably, yeah. More suspenseful anyway. Uh, but, but, yeah, Free Willy's just, uh, you know, you don't stand a chance uh, with these three recommendations of being the one people will uh, check out. But it doesn't matter. This isn't a contest. It was just a fun thing to say. <laughs> now, regarding Mr. Smith... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's a sweet break he got not having Absolutely. to go to the Oscars for 10 years. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> true. Jada gets to go to the Oscars and meet men oh and she doesn't God. have to worry about running into her husband. Oh, no. It's fucking win-win. <laughs> That's yeah. It's quite quite the uh, pickup scene at the Oscars. That's right. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet's like, ladies, no shirt. Check it out. <laughs> um, a lot of people didn't even notice that. Everyone focuses on Will Smith going up and slapping Chris Rock. In that twelve second period, Jada fucked an usher. <laughs> <laughs> usher wasn't there. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> It's a, the whole situation is just every step of it is very strange, but just that they think it's some sort of punishment to say you can't come to the Oscars. He could still be nominated for one. He could still win one, which is the coolest what? way to win, to not even be there. Oh, you know, man. just be like, I'm busy. <laughs> Too busy for the Oscars. But who knows what will happen, you know. I bet you after seven years, you know, if they'll let him off for good behavior. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so weird. We've decided to have a parole hearing. <laughs> He's also not allowed to go to Academy events. You know what Academy events are? No. They're like fucking, like, let's watch an old-ass movie yeah. and, talk, and ha listen to some old person talk about it. Like, it's not, it's not shit Will Smith is missing out on. <laughs> He's not going to have uh, Academy FOMO. All right. We got to play some games. That's what we're here to do. Uh, I got to go to a commercial break, though, first. We'll pick some name tags during the break, and uh, we'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. A new year is a new chance to focus on you. You're probably already picturing yourself struggling at the gym, but not all self-help has to mean suffering. Squeeze.com is making it easier than ever to elevate your wellness by delivering a juice cleanse right to your doorstep. It's the easiest juice cleanse you'll ever do that may aid in weight loss, eliminating bloating, clearing your skin, boosting your energy levels, improving sleep, and breaking bad eating habits. Meet all your health goals from the comfort of your home. Get free same-day local delivery or fast free delivery nationwide with code WONDERY today at Squeezed.com. 
We're back, and we selected some name tags from the audience. There were so many great ones. It was amazing. <laughs> Super fun. A uh, special nod to uh, Dash and <laughs> Glorious Bastards, Ash, Ashley, and uh, Rachel the Help, Rachel Help. But the chosen players were, Lisa's going to play for Brian to the future, and Matt's going to play for Meet Me in Saint. Lewis is his name. And then... Uh, <laughs> Meet Me Inside of Lewis. Yeah. And our friend Free Willy is going to play for uh, Dave, who brought some guitar picks that say Dave on them in the font of Clerks. Tell us why you picked that one, Dave. Uh, well, my name is Dave Doug, and also... <laughs> There's another reason! I'm, I'm going to see how big of a Kevin Smith fan you are. Have you ever heard of the film Chasing Kevin? Chasing Kevin, that was a documentary. Oh my god, he has heard of it. I was in that. It was made by a friend of mine, uh, Scott Kramer and Randy Bell, and Kevin Smith and Jay Muse appear in it, and I do as well. And it's a documentary? Wow. No, it's a short film. It's like a mockumentary. Oh, okay. About someone that's obsessed with... Uh, uh, Kevin Smith. So chasing Kevin. Chasing Kevin. And in the, in the film, they wind up catching up with Kevin Smith and like asking him his advice on making uh, short films, uh, uh, feature films. Okay. So yeah, he was in a Kevin Smith film. Yeah. We've, we've, we've got the evidence. Because I, I saw the worry oh, in your eyes that like he's picking me and making up this Kevin Smith shit. But now we know it's true. Who knows? I'm impressed win? that you knew about that movie. And it validates my decision to be in it. If anything, Kevin Smith, this guy knows it. So let's definitely stop talking to this guy. Now. <laughs> Just because there might be answers that are Kevin oh. Smith related. You never know. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I kind of do. All right. So I've got three games for us to play. Hopefully uh, we can get them all in in time. I think this first one could go pretty fast. So that's one of the upsides to this game. This is a new and improved cage match. I tried a game recently called cage match and it just didn't work exactly as I'd hoped it would. Uh, <laughs> but it's of course because of my love of Nick Cage and uh, the, the recent motion picture Pig, of course, and his upcoming release on April 22nd, uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which is currently, because I saw it early, is currently my favorite movie of, of this year, and I'm very enthusiastic about that movie. Might not be for everybody. <laughs> I might be too much of a Nick Cage fan to see that it's only for Nick Cage fans. Is, but it, is it about him getting his period? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody does turn red a lot. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, this is what's going to happen. I'd like each of you to think in your heads of one of the many Nicolas Cage films. Pick one in your mind. When I count to three, <laughs> or down from three, I'll say three, two, one. Then each of you say into your microphone your Nicolas Cage movie that's in your head. If any of you match the one I've already written down, hence the name Cage Match, <laughs> you win. Oh my gosh. But it's not going to happen on the first try, right? 
So I've written down several <laughs> Nick Cage movies. With each round, it'll be a different, possibly more popular, more known ah. Nick Cage movie. Till finally we get it together. And if we don't, on any of that, I've got one that everyone should say anytime they're asked to name a Nicolas Cage movie. And then we'll take turns until one of you says it. Okay. So we're going for the one that you wrote down. But you wrote down more than one. Yes. Okay. <laughs> got it. For each, round, I, for each time we do it, I've only written one. This could end right now if any of you matched the one that I wrote down first. Do you have one in your head? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Lisa? Yes. <laughs> okay. Let me see which one I wrote down so I can light up with joy if you say it. <laughs> She's whispering to him like there's a right answer. <laughs> Three, two, one. Wicker Man. Wicker Man. Fucking married. Wick, wicker Man. Okay. Yeah, don't be shy about repeating it if you uh, think we didn't hear you. So we got Wicker Man. Peggy Sue got married, and what did you say, Matt? Matchstick Men. Matchstick Men. Oh. Those were all great guesses, but not what I wrote down. Oh, no. <laughs> I wrote down Willie's Wonderland. The fuck is that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so something nobody was going to say, that's what that one is. Is he even in that? All right. Yeah, he's the star of it, but he doesn't, oh he doesn't speak. It's bad. I've he's seen Free Willie's Wonderland. the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, is that a documentary about Neverland Ranch? <laughs> All right, uh, oh, let's do the second round. Think now, you can keep your movie that you went with the first time, because the only movie we know for sure that this next one isn't is Willy's Wonderland. Oh. It's definitely not Willy's Wonderland. That's eliminated, but one of the ones the three of you said could be the one I wrote down next. Ready, got one? Three, two, one. Raising what Arizona. Arizona. Yes. <laughs> okay, so Lisa said raising Arizona. <laughs> What'd you say, Dave? Honeymoon in Vegas. Oh. oh, okay. I stayed with matchstick men. <laughs> I'm playing the numbers. Oh, interesting <laughs> approach. <laughs> strategy, Matt. Interesting <laughs> approach. <laughs> That's what happened the last time we played cage matches. Somebody thought it'd be fun to just say the same thing every time. The rules were different. So this time it won't screw it up by doing that. But I still don't recommend it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the movie I wrote down is Color Out of Space. Mm. Oh, that reminds me of Lisa. Yeah. Weird ass right. movie. Yeah. So you're going Matt's to nodding his head. He knows that one. All right. Time for round three. Stick with the same one you had. Nope. Or pick a different one. The ones should be, that I'm saying, should be less and less obscure as we go along. Here we go. Three, two, one. Moon Mandy. Okay, I think I heard Bambi. <laughs> yeah, I heard Bambi that too. That can't be true. Mother! Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Cage in the live action Mandy. <laughs> no, you said Mandy? I did say Mandy. Love Mandy. Okay, cool. Mm. And then, uh, what'd you say, Dave? I said Moonstruck. Moonstruck, I heard oh. that. And Lisa said Raising Arizona. No, I said Face Off. Oh, that was the last round. Face yeah. Off. You're changing it up. I like it. You said Face Off. All right, those are all excellent guesses. I said Ghost Rider. Oh, you're oh, getting man. more mainstream, Doug. Yeah, getting it's there. happening. Okay. Okay. I'm getting there. All 
right, get another one or the same one. Oh, I think I'm going to get this Whatever you want to do. Three, two, one. Conair for the win. Okay. <laughs> Such a strong Conair that I couldn't hear anything else. I'm Matt, changing what my you say, Matt? That's what, what you, you say, have Matt? to say, Conair. Uh, Mandy. Again. What'd you say? You I said Mandy, Mandy again? Yeah. Okay, and what'd you say, Lisa? I want to change mine to Conair now. No, say what you said. Oh. Shit. He Na- said it with such vigor. I said national yeah. treasure. Be honest. Oh, national before treasure. You, before you read it, Doug, I'm going to stand up. Just go ahead. It's Con Air is one of the movies he's in, correct? I know. Uh, Sit down. (laughs) So aggressive. (laughs) Okay, fourth round. Wait, wait, you didn't didn't say the one you wrote. Yeah. I didn't say Ghost Rider? No, that was last round. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I was standing, Doug. I was so confident that it was Con Air. I just felt, I I think I did that because I I just don't want to say what it actually is because I don't want to make you feel bad. Oh, no. Yeah, because it was Moonstruck. <laughs> Struck me down. What a fucked up game. Man. <laughs> All right, so we got through four rounds without matching. So now here's where it gets really fun. Now we just start with Lisa and just go in that order until somebody matches the fifth movie that I've written down. After I've already written down, it's none of these. It's not Willie's. It's not Color Out of Space. It's not Ghost Rider. It's not Moonstruck. So snap out of it (laughs) and tell me, what do you think the fifth movie I wrote down is? Uh, I'm going Wicker Man again because Bees in the Ice. The Bees, the Bees, the Bees. Not the Bees. Sorry, incorrect. Crap. Dave. So you're not telling us if it has been mentioned already either, are you? Oh, I should, if I was going to say something like that, I w- should have said it before Lisa had to guess. It's, okay. That's so no. Point. <laughs> and your point being, Doug? Uh, yeah. I didn't know we could ask questions. For, can we ask for clues? <laughs> yeah, what's your answer, Dave? Pig. Oh, I love pig, but no. Matt? I love pig. I'll go Con Air. That is correct! Oh, that's such fucking bullshit! <laughs> Does that even count? <laughs> I stood up for Con Air. Oh Fuck you, God. Matt. Oh, he's standing up too. Uh. Uh. <laughs> I don't this is the most fun air. I could possibly have. This is so much There's fun. There's no way it's really I Con love Air. This. You I put love the bunny back in the box, bro. <laughs> this is an act of terrorism. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, my God. It was so... You were just... Dave was too smart for his own good. You were off by one on Moonstruck. You were off on Con Air, but you, you had the... You know, you had the right answers at the wrong time. And as we know, that does not work out on game shows. You can't, you can't yell out an answer to a previous question. <laughs> That's always amazing when that happens on Jeopardy, when somebody will, you know, buzz in, what is Con Air? No, sorry, incorrect. And then the very next clue is that. So somebody else snakes it because they were like thinking about Con Air already. It's fucked up. All right. Yeah, that's that great. I feel really good. <laughs> that was, uh, that was, I like that game. Do we like that game? <laughs> Might not be Nicolas Cage every time because there's a lot of uh, good actors and actresses. It'd be fun to do that with, but you know, then, then the, the, the fun title get, loses its yeah. meaning. Yeah, which, you know, is going to happen. Like, if they stop doing a TV program called Whose Line Is It Anyway, then... 
<laughs> a gasp. But no one is Wayne Brady here. No one will know what I'm uh, parodying with the title. Whose tagline is it anyway? Uh. I'm sorry for the lack of modulation uh, for the listeners. I was, keep screaming in your ears today. Mm. It's just so I'm so excited. Um, this is a fun one. I'm going to say the tagline from a motion picture. Matt gets to go first because he won that last kerfuffle. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> we'll go Matt, Dave, Lisa on this one. And basically, here's how it goes. I will say a tagline from a movie. It's from the poster, from an ad or something, verified by internet movie database. And you tell me what movie you think it's from. They're not easy, but they should get easier because the theme will emerge as we do more of them. But on this first one, Matt's really out there to just figure it out on his own. What movie, Matt, do you think has the tagline, every dog has his day? Dog day afternoon. Fast answer, incorrect answer. I had to really look at this to make sure. (laughs) Because you said it so quickly and so confidently. Uh, Dave? <laughs> Just trying to rack my brain for that horrible movie with Sean Connery where he says, You're the dog now. What is that movie? <laughs> You're the man now, dog. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Finding Forrester. Yeah, Ooh, that's I'm it. Mad I'm mad at myself for remembering. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, uh, All dogs go to heaven. Mm. Okay, let's see what you're doing there. It got guess. an applause. Yeah. <laughs> Every dog has his day that he has to go to heaven? That movie's not depressing enough. Everyone gets their day, dog. To be like, We're it's your dead die. day, doggy. <laughs> Damn. That's terrible. Lisa, did you say a guess? I'm going to say... Okay, I, I, th- I thought you might have said something. I wasn't sure. <laughs> every, every dog has his Every dog has uh, his day. Benji's Revenge. Is that oh, a movie? Oh, there was a movie called Benji the Revenge, or words to that effect. Uh, <laughs> uh, or, oh, I just dog. thought of a good one, though. Is oh. it Reservoir Dogs? It is Reservoir oh! Dogs! You're always late! You're always too early or too late! I'm surprised Matt didn't say it after the fact. <laughs> is it Reservoir Dogs? It is. Yeah, I really? fucking nailed it! <laughs> Win <Spurgy> again! <laughs> Man. <laughs> Fuck me. All right, so that's the first one. So now maybe this next one you'll be like, you'll, you know, figure out what the theme is and that'll help you to give the answer. And we start with Matt again. Here it is, Matt. You won't know the facts until you've seen the fiction. Pulp fiction. Now, see. I wish that people would just think for a second before answering instead of blurting out, the correct answer! <laughs> the Tarantino movies, I get it. <laughs> you also love to help your competitors. Oh, it's not over? Shit. <laughs> I was only gonna do two of them and then declare you the winner? Doesn't seem right. Damn it. Dave gets to go first on this next one. Be prepared. Oh, that's it? That's it. (laughs) I'm not not so worried anymore. (laughs) Be prepared. Every dog has to be prepared for its fiction. (laughs) Just be prepared. 
Somebody walked out. <laughs> uh, be prepared. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I will say... Oh, I thought of a good one. <laughs> a good one that's what? not the answer. <laughs> a good wrong answer, I thought. Oh, uh, I'm kind of curious. Can you, I'll can tell you later. Yeah. Oh, you'll tell me later? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. Mm. <laughs> okay. That's Tarantino. I'd say right? that, that would be more likely read a good book or uh, you know enjoy reading because Belle was very into reading. It's such but, a stretch. But be prepared. I don't know who could possibly prepare for being held captive by a monster. <laughs> well, I mean, that's I guess the point, it could dog. To be fucking prepared. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The Boy Scouts are right. Be prepared. <laughs> she uh, read a lot. That is incorrect. Lisa? Dust till dawn. They should have been prepared. <laughs> that would have helped them out a lot, but they were just in a bar they thought was a normal bar, and then everybody's vampires. Thank God they thought of the fact that uh, every table has four wooden spikes on it. <laughs> you break them just right. Matt? The last Boy Scout? See, that's the one I thought of would be so great for this, oh. but it's such a good mislead because that is incorrect. And doesn't fit the theme you were so excited to uh, uh, mention earlier. Because it's a movie called Jackie Brown! Oh, be prepared. Oh, huh, see what's happening now? Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. do you get it, Matt? Be prepared. <laughs> Dave's up first on this next one. A bastard's work is never done. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> well, clearly, that's free willy. <laughs> Con I'll say Inglorious Bastards. You, have you ever thought about going on Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> because they will take your first answer and not give you the money if you make a joke oh answer. I, I don't go that far. But wait, what was your actual answer? Inglorious Bastards. Okay, okay. I just heard the free willy part. <laughs> free Inglorious Bastards willies. All right. So, Lisa, you got a shot here to oh, tie man. this thing up if you oh, crap. can figure okay. out this one. So far, we got Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, and Glorious Bastards. Django. And now this one. And there is a theme going here. <laughs> There's a theme. <laughs> uh, life, liberty, and the pursuit of vengeance. Also, Django. <laughs> What's the full title? Django Unchained? <laughs> yeah. Is that it? You gotta watch the whole thing because he's unchained by the end. I mean, every Tarantino movie is a revenge story, so yeah. I'm actually impressed. It's a spoiler All right. right in the, uh, you did it. We have a three-way tie. Here we go into our next round. If Matt gets this one correct, he wins this game. It's not a big deal. He just gets not, to go yeah, first in the next game. <laughs> <laughs> Where you can just take my answer as your own. <laughs> answer thief. Matt, which movie do you think has the uh, tagline, the ninth film by Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> uh, that would be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That is correct. You win. Congratulations. <laughs> 
I went, I skipped to that one because it's even, it's even more obvious when it's the yeah. eighth film of Quentin Tarantino, right. Hateful Eight. But uh, good job, everybody. Oh, man. Uh, I, you know, Margaret Cho's headlining this weekend here at the Improv, and you, you never know when I come through town, you know, if somebody's going to be a guest on, on the show or not. And, uh, you know, if she'd have been here, I would, thought it would be fun to do Tarantino movies because he, they work together. He directed an episode of her sitcom when she had a sitcom on ABC. Yes. Holy shit, how yeah. intense was that episode? Yeah, Matt doesn't know as much about Tarantino as Dave knows about Kevin Smith, I'll tell you that. Wait, Tarantino directed an episode of? Yes. Oh my God, was yeah. it like really gory? I, I, forget, I, I forgot I, that I episode was, where Margaret Cho gets decapitated. <laughs> I think it was kind of a pretty regular episode. It's called All American Girl, and it was a pretty regular episode. She still had a Chinese father and a Japanese mother, aunt, and she's Korean. Like, it still had all the problems. <laughs> <laughs> and then Tarantino directed it. Was she barefoot in it? Did, was there any foot fetish stuff going <laughs> No, she was a modern woman <laughs> who got her own sitcom. Yeah. Like, she was the first Asian American woman to get a sitcom, and then they oh cast yeah. whoever they could get, I guess, in the other roles. I, That's cool. And I, I'm, para I'm paraphrasing what they, everybody was, because I don't remember exactly, but it was weird. You know, now that you <laughs> mentioned it, I remember watching and I thought there were a lot of N-bombs for, for an ABC sitcom. They killed a lot of white people. Uh, too many, if you ask me. Just way too many N-bombs for the Disney Channel. There probably was some blood in the episode, but I think it was like a gag, like a joke scene, like yeah. a psycho shower scene or something. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, Tarantino's got some interesting uh, credits on his resume. He like tried other things, <laughs> tried directing interesting things, including he, he directed an entire episode of Jimmy Kimmel Live. But we have one more game to play. We're doing really good on time. I am very excited about this next game. I think it's going to be super fun and new and different. And we'll play it after this break. We'll be right back. We're back! Yeah. Yay! The prize bag today that one of you, one of my guests, will win for one of the audience members, either Brian or Dave or Lewis. I did that without even reading it off the paper. So excited. <laughs> That's what repetition will do. And I won't remember tomorrow or later today. Uh, the prize bag is filled with Blu-rays from Focus Features, a company that is celebrating their 20th anniversary by sending people like me 20 Blu-rays. So I was excited to get them. There's some great movies in here, but I don't have a Blu-ray player. And even if I did get one, I feel I'm, I'm I hoard too much stuff as it is. I don't, I don't need to have a shit ton of Blu-rays. Others might feel differently. <laughs> yeah, some people, Dave, I think is kind of excited. <laughs> there, might be, there might be a Kevin Smith movie in here. <laughs> I don't think there is. <laughs> I mean, you know, because I, 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 I feel like he worked with the same company a lot. He worked with Universal a lot. Okay, anyway. Dave, Dave knows. He's like, yes, Doug. <laughs> Kevin Smith makes movies with Universal. That is correct. Oh, God. Stop mentioning it. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to reach into this bag <laughs> and pull out a movie. The only clue you have is that it was made by Focus Features over the last 20 years. What? Yeah, people don't sit around worried about which company made which movie, oh, no. so that's not a great clue. But I'm going to tell you the name of the movie. Hmm. Then you're going to tell me one of three things. And this is uh, like those other games we go person to person. Who won the last one? Matt? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wait, I wrote it down. No, I didn't. Matt won. I'm redeclaring it. Okay, so we'll go Matt, Lisa, Dave. Switch the order around. And I'll pull a movie out and I'll ask Matt to name either the director of the film or one of the two people, the first two people, the top build people that are on the box for the movie. It's not gonna be based oh, on who I remember being in it. It's just gonna be based on whoever they gave the top two slots to. Sometimes a very big actor is listed fifth or sixth because they put and in their name and that's a special notification. So keep that in mind. Um, yeah, first, let's see how many points I decided this should be. First person <laughs> to get... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I swear I wrote it down somewhere. 25. <laughs> what if I name all three? What? Just name one of oh, them? Oh, you don't, yeah, you don't get any bonus Jeez. points. Okay. Don't, okay. don't get cocky. Gotcha. Yeah, he's so confident. <laughs> I'm on fire up here, Doug. Con no. Air, remember? Oh, <laughs> it would be next level if I made people guess, uh, guess all three. So, no, you don't have to guess all three. And I guess, oh, here's what we'll do is whoever's, I, uh, I was going to say first to four points wins. First to get four correct uh, wins, because I figured out the math. I've got enough of them for each of you to get, you know, that many. But <laughs> I got distracted by my phone. Um, let's just start playing, and then I'll tell you what we're playing. Because <laughs> I don't know how hard or easy this is going to be. But I, I said first person to four, or if we go through 19 of them, hurry back. If we get through 19 of them, Lewis, you, you might not win now. You, you're, you both have to be present to win. I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> I don't know what it is with me and the shaming people who get up. Like, I don't know why she's leaving the room. You know what I mean? She could have just won the lottery. I'm giving her a hard time. All right. Oh, man, she, she could have got her the worst time. She could have got a red panda. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry. I'm sorry. Those white I'm pants sorry. were a mistake. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, no, she's angry at you. <laughs> okay. So, uh... If we get through 19 of them and nobody's gotten four right, then I have an idea for how to break the tie. But, <laughs> but Matt gets to go first. You ready, Matt? Ready. All right. You need to name the director or one of the two lead actors, could be an actress, of course, in the motion picture called Won't You Be My Neighbor? <laughs> Tom Hanks. That is correct. <laughs> there he is. Oh, man. Oh, shit. This is the documentary about Mr. Rogers. So you're wrong. Ah. Uh, you didn't yeah. know that was in there. 
the, the, so the it's Lisa's Tom Hanks turn. movie was called A Beautiful Day <laughs> in the Neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there were I documentaries, wish, I wish I had tricked him. I wish that I had tricked him. But I have Man. to give him, you got to give him the point on that you one. Thought was, right. You thought it was right. You thought it was right. I don't see Tom Hanks' name on that box, Doug. No, you're right. But I accept, I said, you know, that, you know, that that he was right. And that it would be fucked to, oh, we'll just throw this one out then. Start, yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was just an honest yeah, mistake. Yeah. I was just—I didn't even know any of these movies were documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if I said Fred Rogers, yeah, let's see which two actors they list. Uh, it's got to be Fred Rogers. If any, a documentary tends to just not even—they tend to not act like it has actors in it. You know yeah. what I mean? But let's see. But very few people know it was directed by Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this documentary, uh, I, I don't think I know the director, but it was directed by Morgan Neville, and uh, they don't even list, like, actors, because it's not, there's no uh, do-over, performers do-over. in it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. do with a do-over. So they'll definitely throw that one out, but... Uh, <laughs> It was still funny. It was funny watching you guys get so mad about it. I mean, if Sam Levine was here and you gave Matt a point for that. Oh, my God. He would never. But that's why I would give him a point if Sam Levine was here. But everybody's being nice and reasonable, so that was, I think we're doing the right thing. Ready, Matt? Ready. <laughs> the movie's called Exit Through the Gift Shop. Just kidding, that's a documentary. <laughs> Is this in a bag full of documentaries? I had, to, I had to think quickly, I did think quickly of a documentary everybody would know, and I came up with Exit Through the Kidnapped <laughs> Dear Zachary. Blackfish. Oh, I should, have, I should have just said Blackfish again. Said Blackfish. Said Blackfish. I'm an idiot. All right. But here's your movie. It stars Shamu. <laughs> You're going to like shrug this one off, too, I think. It's going to be an easy one. It's uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, that is correct. <laughs> that is right. Uh, yeah. No one wants to give him for some that. applause for that. It's, it's, a, it's a sad movie. No. <laughs> yeah, Jared Leto won the Oscar for it, but I, I think I don't know if he'd be second on the on the uh, box. Does anybody care who's second on the box? Yeah. <laughs> All right. AIDS. Take a look. <laughs> God damn, that's right. Starring Matthew McConaughey and AIDS. And AIDS. <laughs> Who played AIDS? Wow. I mean, it was, it was really towards the end of AIDS' career. Yeah. You know, <laughs> things have really not worked out for AIDS because uh, there's a lot of good medications now and can be controlled. But Jennifer Garner is what they went with instead of AIDS for yeah. a co-star in Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> Terrific movie, by the way. Oh, and the director's name is uh, Jean-Marc Vallée. He did a movie with, uh, he did that show on TV with Nicole Kidman and the other ladies, Reese Witherspoon, Dirty Little Pretty Liars Club. And, um, uh, but he directed a movie called Demolition with Jake Gyllenhaal that I think is underrated, if you ever get a chance. Watch Free Willy first, of course. <laughs> but then, after that. All right, who did I say was going second in this game, Dave? All right, Dave. I think you said Lisa. You said Lisa. Lisa. Okay, oh, here yeah. we go, Lisa. Me. Oh, no. <laughs> Did I? Which one? Eh, whatever. Oh, yeah, because we're going to switch it up. Yeah. Okay, Lisa. <clears throat> I'm glad I tell you these things, because then you can remember for me. Lisa, the film is Moonrise Kingdom. Oh. She's making a don't know what that is face. 
Oh, please tell me it's Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's not Nicolas Cage. Oh, no. No, it's... Uh, Let's see who. Wait! They don't is. say. Don't I? Oh, I don't get. You don't it. get don't, it. Oh, you okay. don't get it. <laughs> None for you, Dave. Oh wait! I think I saw that. Yeah. Now that you saw the box, <laughs> Moonrise Kingdom. Um, they went with the uh, top two people on the box. Edward Norton. Of course, it's directed by Wes Anderson, but the. Wes uh, Anderson. Darn it! I the box that. doesn't say anybody on the back, acting wise, but the front lists Bruce Willis and Ed Norton first. Bruce. So I would have taken yeah. either of those, of course. Right. I guess I should have to take any. Anyway, uh, Moonrise Kingdom, which is weird. It's, I think it's the only Wes Anderson in there. So I feel like he, he moved around with the film companies or switched or something. Because he's made a few since Moonrise Kingdom, right? Oh, anyway. definitely. Yeah. Anyway, they had to pick 20 movies. So I, you know, French they, Dispatch. They probably wanted to change it up, and they don't have two by any one filmmaker. Ooh, mm -hmm. that's a bit of a clue. <laughs> yes. All right. So Dave has a point, and no, I do not have a point. Matt, Matt has a point. Has Matt, a point. Matt and that's has it. all the points. Matt has, <laughs> Matt has There's a point. one point, and Matt has it. Matt's got the only point <laughs> in pretty much any conversation. Okay. So it's Dave's turn. Ready, Dave? Yeah. Hang on to your shoes, because it looks like they could fall off. <laughs> he is wearing flip-flops. You're, you're so Miami. <laughs> you look like you have Coke on you right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I might, Dave, I might get a little blowback from Dave on this one, but I'm just reaching in and pulling him out. Uh, Downton Abbey the movie. <laughs> oh, fuck you, dog. <laughs> Is that your final answer? <laughs> no one's uh, ever said that to Alex Trebek. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Alex. Oh, man. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Hugh something. Yeah, there's no way you're getting any of this. Uh, yeah, it was directed by someone named Michael Engler, who probably directed the TV show that people love. And then you're, you're right about the first name. It's yeah. Hugh Bonneville. Hugh Bonneville. His top build, followed by the great Jim Carter, whoever that dude is. He should get half a point, is. though. Hugh Bonneville, he played the dad. Don't you think that's, like, worth half a point? Half a point? Because he said Hugh. Yeah, you were going You were going to give a point to Matt for fucking hey, nothing. Hey, I didn't get my point. Don't you put me in this. <laughs> Don't you drag me into this. On Jeopardy, they give you a full point for the last name and no points for just That's the true, first for the name. first name, yeah. You got to get Bonneville. Unless it's Cher, of course. <laughs> That's fair. Then you can just stick with the first name. Uh, all right, so we're back to Matt, who already is on the board with one point. Yeah. I don't know what movie it's going to be. He doesn't know. Oh, yeah, here man. comes Die Hard. Oh, Matt. I can't wait. Matt gets fucking, what did you get? What did you get? I get fucking Downton Abbey. <laughs> this is not Die Hard by any stretch of the imagination. Promising Young Woman. Uh, yeah, right? Promising Young Woman. That's a favorite around the Fernandez yes. house. <laughs> Prom is it, it's not a documentary. It's a movie. It's a real oh, ass it's a movie. Documentary about loose women. Promising young women. <laughs> Wait, promising women or young women? Promising bet. Promising young woman. Woman. One woman. It's the story okay. of one woman who got nominated for an Oscar for Ooh. playing the role. 
Doug's just going to keep <laughs> on giving hints. Um, fuck, man. I got nothing. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence? No. Terrific guess, because she is a woman who could win an Oscar. Sure. Uh-huh. It starred Carey Mulligan, and Bo Burnham's in it, but let's see where he ranks. Um... Yeah, he's second. Carrie Mulligan and Bo Burnham. And uh, the director's name is Emerald Fennell. Fennell uh, and she directs that TV show, uh, Killing Eve, which is a very badass show. And this movie's more badass than you would think, too, in, in interesting ways. All right, so Matt, the great Matt Fernandez, has hit a speed bump. Yeah. Don't worry, Matt. Next time you'll get Con Air. God damn it. Man. I didn't, I didn't know we could trip up the darling of this game. Matt, wow. Matt has to. What is happening? What's Lisa going to get? We now? hate you, Matt. <laughs> you don't care who wins as long as I lose. Do you want to know what's in the bag, Lisa? I think it's that swastika t-shirt you're wearing. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know why you always you know what that. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, but your use of blackface is really inappropriate. <laughs> Relax, it's a podcast. Nobody else knew. I, you know I'm a chimney sweep. I wonder if everyone would be laughing as much if there were real swastikas. No, Doug, they would not. Like, I'm glad people are laughing to let the listeners know what's really going on. Wink, wink. the wrong podcast. Wink. All right, here we go. <laughs> Wait, whose turn is it? Is Yours, it me? Lisa. Oh, no. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> the film is Belfast. What? Wait, what was it? Belfast. Belfast? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hang it's on. Not, it's not a person avoiding Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Bella Lugosi? <laughs> <laughs> faster, Bella, faster! <laughs> Bella Lugosi. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of you for not uh, paying attention to the Oscars this year because it was nominated for Best Picture. And uh, should I give it away? Give it away now? It was directed by Kenneth Branagh, and it's about like his child. It's reminiscences of his youth in Belfast, and oh, it's a comedy. Yes, it is. It's got funny parts actually, but uh, it's a sweet movie, and uh, was in the running for Best Picture. And uh, uh, Judy Dench is second build. She got nominated for an Oscar for it too, and. I always I worry I'm going to get this name wrong. Catronia, Catrona, Catrona, Catriona, Catriona, Balf. Catriona Balf <laughs> plays the mother. Uh, the Someone's name is Balf? Austin ostensibly the, key, the lead character, yeah. B-A-L-F-E. <laughs> there you go. Man. Dave, it's time to get on the board. All right. <laughs> okay, you got this one. Black Klansman. <laughs> Wait, I wasn't saying it because I was saying it because it's a known it's a very like it's a very known movie. I will go with Come on. Spike Lee. Yes, director of Black Klansman. Suck it, Fernandez. 
I, 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 I could have said black clansman because there's that extra K in between. Uh. Makes it like one word easy for hashtagging. And uh, of course, it was directed by Spike Lee. And the top two people that they named in the cast were John David Washington, you know, Denzel Jr., and uh, Adam Driver. Uh, no relation to Mini Driver. <laughs> okay, so Dave's on the board. Dave's got yes. one. Dave's got one. Stop doing Hitler salutes, Dave. You got the point, okay? Let's see who could out Aryan each other. Matt, you can pull way ahead with this one. Good luck. Thanks, Doug. <laughs> Oh, man, Shaun of the Dead. (laughs) (laughs) Simon Pegg. Yes. (laughs) Oddly, he's listed. No, I'm kidding. What? Simon Pegg and Kate Ashfield are the top two. Nick Frost is listed fourth, so it's a good thing he didn't get cocky and say Nick Frost. But, uh, of course, directed by Edgar Wright, friend of the show. Good job. Matt has three points. Oh, man. It's a good movie. Good old three-point Matt over there. Enjoying his beer while Lisa (laughs) awaits the next title. What would you like it to be? The Omen. (laughs) (laughs) You can name the director of The Omen? No, I can't. That'd be impressive. But Bella Lugosi was in it. <laughs> I could do the music every time the nanny shows up, though. Oh, really? <laughs> I think that's how it goes. <laughs> I should get a point for that, right? Yeah, the music is really like constantly like telling yeah. you, oh shit. Like it's not subtle at all. It's really. <laughs> it's got the best soundtrack of any. Yeah. It's crazy. All right. I keep, like, I glance in at the bag, which I should not do, because I keep going, Lisa's not going to know that. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, give that one to Matt. Oh, no. I I don't even know why you keep asking me to come on the show. I'm so mad. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) It could could be just a random movie that that you like. Like, you know, it could be something like The Omen. But the one I pulled out is called Broken Flowers. Do you know anything about Broken Flowers? I don't, but let's take a guess anyway. Oh, this is fun. This is fun, taking a guess. Um, Who are you playing on behalf of? Somebody I'm screwed. Brian. <laughs> you pick Brian? All right, Brian. Let's, let, Brian, let's, uh, you can give Lisa one clue. <laughs> Oh, you don't know it either. (laughs) I hope that's not the clue. (laughs) Because that doesn't help me at all. Uh, All right. Uh, Here's here's a clue. I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue. Don't say Tom Hanks. I'll give you a clue. (laughs) This this actor was in Moonrise Kingdom. Bruce Willis. (laughs) <laughs> no. Oh, man. That was, that was fun, though. You had a chance. See? Like, you had a Crap. shot there. Yeah, for a second. But, uh, no, it's uh, Bill Murray is the star of Broken Flowers. No way. Yeah, it's an indie film directed by Jim Jarmusch. And uh, second build is uh, Jeffrey Wright. But it's a road picture where he goes around and 
tries to find every woman he had a you know a long-term relationship with and try to be annoying and have Aww. a conversation about why it didn't work out <laughs> or making amends or something I don't know I haven't seen it in a minute hmm. but uh, it sounds nice yeah <laughs> you know who's not nice uh oh fate, fate. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I don't know no but it's actually Dave's turn so I was trying to segue into Matt but it's Dave's turn and Dave's not the heel here it's Matt I can see his I just came there. here to have fun, you know? Yeah. Wait, is it me? <laughs> Saying we can see your heel. You're not the heel, but we can see your heels. He's wearing flip-flops, for those of you listening. Yeah. A bold choice to be on stage. <laughs> He's also wearing an SS they give on you those, sleeve. <laughs> they, give, they just hand those to you at the airport when you move here. <laughs> like how they give you a lay at the uh, Hawaiian airports. <laughs> I right. was going to wear flip-flops, and I, I had them in my hands, and then I thought, oh, but... This this is this could change my wiki feet rating, like. I mean, at least you better. considered it. Dave just threw those on and showed up. Yeah. Never thought about it for a second. He's nope. like, this is my footwear. <laughs> Where do you? What about like if you went to like a steakhouse? Would you wear those? A steakhouse? Yeah. I just try to think of a stupid place that would have. <laughs> yeah. Have people looking at you funny for walking. That example of like a fancy, like yeah. You if you went to some fancy steakhouse. It's dangerous. There's black sand. Oh, shit, we're running animal. out of time. We're running out of time. Sorry. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so it's your turn, Dave. Yeah. You got to catch up fast. All right. If it's okay. weekend at Bernie's, my flip flops are ready. All right. The film is called Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> Oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> the women are like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Scarlett Johansson in that? Oh, that's a terrific guess. Incorrect. Was it Natalie Portman? <laughs> no, it's Kira Knightley. Ah. Yeah. And let's see who the second in command is on this ship. That would be... Oh? Oh. Matthew McFadden. Oh, yeah, that guy. He must play Mr. Darcy or some shit. Yeah, Mr. Darcy. Anyway, Pride and Prejudice. Matt, what? you get this one right, you win. Son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mixing them up. I thought there were some easy ones in here. They've been pretty tough. Yeah. Art films they make yeah, over yeah. focus features. Mm -hmm. The Darkest Hour. We might have to go another round. We might. Yeah, See, we should just... I know this fucking one. Oh, man. Wait, I can go to my guy, right? He can give me a hint? No. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. My guy. Like, you're, yeah. you're, you're going to ask your go weed to, guy. I can go to Louis. I can go to Louis. <laughs> uh, the darkest hour. Come on, old man. You got this. Time's up. Gary Oldman. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah. You're welcome. How the fuck did you Wait, do no, that? I realize I said, come on. What the hell did you do I knew who was in it. I just wasn't, crazy. I wasn't sure who would be like the first build. I literally said, come on, old I, man. I you got this. I haven't seen the movie. I've only seen the trailers and shit. Anyway, did the, I win? He won the best yeah. actor Oscar for it. <laughs> and, uh, and then he got banned for 10 years <laughs> for slapping his Oscar. Matt Fernandez is our winner! Oh, man. Congratulations, Matt. What do you got to plug, Matt? Mm. Uh, April 21st through 24th, I'll be in Wesley Chapel. Uh, I'll be in St. Pete next weekend. I'll be in Austin in June. 
MattFernandezWorld.com for all my dates. Follow me on Instagram. I am MattFernandez. Twitter, at FatMernandez. And that is all. Have a lovely evening. See, Lisa, what about Lost in Translation? That would have been an easy one, right? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know I don't know things. Because oh, that's, that's, that's another Bill Murray. That's another Bill Murray. And Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. <laughs> Directed by Sofia Coppola. I knew that. What would you like to plug, Lisa? Uh, you can check me out on my podcast that I do with my friends, Dana Snyder and Dino Stamatopoulos. Uh, sort of do it every week. We do it inconsistently at different times. It's really hard to find. It's called Safe Space. Excellent. Thanks, thanks for clapping. It's a, it's a really Thank fun you for podcast. being here. I know this isn't a safe space for you, but... <laughs> I'm but in danger. It's always fun when you're here, and I, I appreciate you coming out. And, uh, yeah, thank you. Dave, I want to pitch one to you called A Serious Man. Oh, I love that movie. Coen Brothers. There you go. Yeah. See, if you'd have just lucked out and gotten that one, yeah. one that might have hurt you would be a movie called Lust and Caution. Oh, that's... Uh... I don't know anything about <laughs> this movie. I've barely even... Oh, Ang Lee directed it, so I'm sure it's good. No. Tody Leung. Dude, rapid fire. Just hang away. Go ahead. But anyway, uh, we're out of time, though, I'm uh, afraid. What would you like to plug? Uh, May and June, Comedy Off the Green in Boca Raton with Bonnie McFarlane and John Fish and myself. And then I have a, a web series that launched today called No Coincidence, Doug. It's called Deleted Doug. And it's about a, a very successful actor in the 80s and 90s in that he was cast in all these movies that you guys know and love, but he had this unfortunate habit of getting cut from all of them. <laughs> so now those scenes that he was in have emerged, and they're on YouTube for oh, your viewing awesome. pleasure. But anyway, I'll be, uh, if anyone wants the info for my shows, I have these little cards that you can get in with, and after the show, I'll be happy to give you one. Uh, see you soon, New York City. I got a show there uh, soon, very soon. If you're listening to this and thinking, I wonder if he's here, I probably am. So <laughs> all my New York City friends, come on out. And uh, here's the remaining uh, titles that the winner gets today. Uh, the Theory of Everything, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, uh, Burn After Reading. So I guess they do a lot with the Coen brothers. Uh, Harriet, starring Cynthia Erivo. Phantom Thread, another uh, Paul, uh, Paul Thomas, Thomas Anderson, Anderson movie. Uh, one of the few, I mean, what's his name? Doesn't act very much. And then uh, Sean Penn and Milk. All of those titles are going to Lewis. Congratulations, uh, Lewis. They're going inside Lewis. <laughs> all of them, all of them, all of them. Thanks again to the Miami Improv and everybody for coming out today and all of my guests, Matt Fernandez, Dave Siegel, Lisa Carrillo. You can just sit there until I'm done, Matt. Matt always tries to get out of here right away. Probably has a gig to get to. Always lots of shows for Matt. Go see all of these folks if you can, when you can. And as always, I think this might be my masterpiece.